and welcome to episode 269 of Magic the Amateuring. That's right, everyone. You're listening to a podcast for people who are new to the game of magic, returning to the game of magic, want to learn better or improve at the game of magic, and game of magic, game of magic, game of magic. I'm one of your hosts, game of magic. I'm another one of your hosts, magic game. Well, how fortuitous that our parents named us these names. Exactly. It's almost as though we were destined to grow up and host this podcast. You know, when I started playing my first game of magic, I thought to myself, <laughs> I'm playing a game that is literally my name. Wild. Yeah. When I first started playing magic, I was like, this feels as though I already knew it and have always known it. Oh, spooky. 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 It's kind of like maybe your mom went to a magic tournament while she was pregnant with you. I'm I'm pretty sure my mom had no idea what magic was. <laughs> Did you play with magic cards as a child incorrectly? I don't I don't think so, no. I have a memory of it. You do? Yes. I hadn't thought about it for a long time until somebody was like, when was the first time you played, you know, and I'm thinking back to you know october of five years ago but then i thought to myself i'm like no 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 i remember as a youth playing with a pile of unsleeved cards one of which was i believe shiv and dragon yeah or some classic dragon and my sister and i were playing we have no idea what we're doing but we're given them from a high school student because we hung out with high school students all the time from the theater department and of course those nerds are gonna <laughs> magic cards yeah yeah <laughs> and uh i just remember us playing some form of the game not sure how what we were doing but i just knew that whoever had the dragon one <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense so yeah i remember the first Weird. time like i remember what i think was the first time someone mentioned magic around oh me, yeah 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 which was in college i had been hanging out with friends and then some of them were like oh we're gonna go play magic now and i was like that sounds super nerdy i don't know what that <laughs> is i'm gonna yep. go do infinitely more cool things oh yeah i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure that's what i was doing uh, i was always so cool i was always cool never not been Good. super cool <laughs> on today's show we've got lots of definitely not nerdy and super cool things to talk about that's right Whew, and one of those things is masters 25 yeah we've been out there Cracking packs. Yeah. Playing games. In the real world and online playing some Masters 25. Yep. And so we're going to give you our thoughts on the set and what we've kind of been seeing, uh, our first reactions. And we've got a pack or two here of Masters 25. Ooh, Ooh. That we're going to crack. We're going to crack one of these for Flavor Text Theater and see. Hopefully we can pull that foil Jace. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Jace is in one of these. We're also, of course, going to continue Mechanics Forever. Part three. That's right. It might be for now the final <gasps> the of mechanics forever wow uh, where we go through and we talk about some of the weirdest the wildest the most the the strangest most unhinged actually none of them are unhinged no <laughs> no they're not because they're not in the set unhinged no. i don't think and we're starting with an exciting one that we left off with last oh, time that's that right. we ended with i'm very excited for it yeah we're going to talk about gp phoenix this past weekend which was modern and yes. uh, every single deck in the top eight, I believe, I'll have to check myself. They're all different. Before I wreck myself. Yeah, they're all different. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Awesome. Don't worry about it. I got you. Okay. They're Sick. all different. Pretty cool. I'm excited. Also, don't forget, it is hashtag new player month. Yay! People have been melting our cold, cold hearts. My heart is made of 
an ice lion. That's right. But it doesn't matter because <laughs> the pictures that people are tweeting at us with the hashtag new player month of players that they are teaching brand new Magic the Gathering players so that they're cute. teaching are all infinitely adorable so if you want to be entered in that super special new player month drawing um for a sweet set of rookie decks yeah and a play mat from card kingdom um some great awesome learning tools uh remember to tweet at us a picture of someone that you are teaching to play magic this month with the hashtag new player month at mta cast and you know we were just out in seattle and we dropped by card kingdom yeah and i just want to talk about them for a second because they're the sponsor of the show they are and we love dropping in a mock boarding house it is fantastic place to play magic if you're ever in yes. seattle don't also miss some it some other wild games that we stopped and played oh yeah <laughs> maria and i finally picked up a copy of a game we've been trying to get our hands on for forever yeah and they've got it they had it they had it so card kingdom man and i just also picked up this which i want to include in our uh, giveaway at the end yes. of the month our general for those of you only listening and not watching maria is holding a deck box that has a different cat with a background of laser lights on each side on each side yeah this deck box is sick the best and the best deck box you can win it in our merch giveaway uh you'll see the gleam link in the podcast show notes or underneath the youtube video uh it includes this beautiful cat laser deck box yeah these super sweet uh appropriately colored dyes purple and yellow and uh you got to open this playmat because okay. it's so epic. I'm going to show everybody the playmat that you can win. And this was all part of um, their their uh, magic for her giveaway yes. or uh, what am I saying? Promotion. Yes. No, <laughs> it is two unicorns amazing. standing in front of a rainbow. It's incredible. How, you, how can you say no to this? Yeah. Magic for her, of course, their parody fundraiser. Yeah. Um, it's going, month. but it's very real proceeds going to the cyber smile foundation, which combats online bullying. And you can buy this package. If you're like, I'm not lucky. I'm not going to win your gleam giveaway. And yeah, I mean like, all right. Fair enough. Sure. Uh, but also that attitude's getting you nowhere. <laughs> Why not try to win? But if you don't, you can go to cardkingdom.com slash MTA cast and look for magic for her. And you can buy this package, which is this sweet cat deck box, this play mat, these dice for like uh, 30 bucks or less. Yeah. And you can also buy other sweet magic for her promotional items, which are the pink uh, battle decks and other. There's another cat play mat. I remember nice. that you can buy there for Magic. It's, it's like really cool stuff. And of course, going to a great cause. So, you know, win, 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 yeah. win, win. Card win, Kingdom. Win, win. Awesome. And if you get your own and you also win our giveaway, yeah. you can just, just give it to somebody us. else. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, just give it away. And they'll be like, yeah. oh my gosh, this great is amazing. cat deck box. Are you kidding me? Are I'm going to be using freaking this. freaking kidding me? At GP Seattle coming up in a few weeks. Yeah. I will be there. Megan will be there. I'll be slinging with this cat deck box and that play mat. Yeah. So you'll be able to see me from a mile away. <laughs> amazing. We also want to say thank you to all of the people who support the show on patreon.com slash MTA cast. Thank you for being a part of the Magic the Amateuring family. It's <laughs> a real word. Yeah. Uh, we so appreciate everything that you do for the show from making possible things like new player month and our brand new magic 101 series, which is up every Monday, um, giving people the very, very fundamentals 
um, of of how to play magic uh, to our weekly videos, which can come out on Wednesdays. Yep. Um, which this week might <laughs> might include another hot chip challenge with oh my by far the hottest chips I'm gonna, yet. I'm gonna, we haven't shot it yet as of this recording, and yeah. I'm nervous that I might be dead after. So, so between now and two days from now, oh we're boy. gonna have eaten a lot of very spicy chips for your entertainment. For your entertainment uh, and things like. Uh, Old Salt Mountain, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> go check it out. We can't describe what it is. It's simply a video you have to see for yourself. Uh, so true. Uh, all of that and more is made possible by the people who support the show. So if you are able to, please consider as little as $5 a month helps us keep the show going. Um, it helps keep us on the airwaves and on the video waves, which are a thing. Yes, so they the are. people who, uh, who might not be able to chip in right now. Yeah. Um, but still enjoy having the content. So please consider it. And, you know, I hear all the time people say, I can't believe how few subscribers you have or whatever. And you know what? For whatever the reason for that is, if you think that we're great, and we hope that you do because we yeah. think you're great, yeah. uh, consider becoming a member and uh, bumping that number up for us or uh, hitting subscribe on YouTube.com slash MTACast. Both are great. Masters 25! That's right, everybody. We drafted some sick decks. We sure did. Yeah, we did. We drafted it, and uh, I felt pretty cool cracking some Masters 25 packs. Like, no big deal. I'm just I really did. Some I value. Just, oh, look, this is just some history yeah. right before my very eyes. All encased in this one pack of magic. So this every there's a card in Masters 25 from every set? Every single set. That's cool. It's amazing. Um, and like just thinking about the like the work that went into this oh, yeah. of like find it like crafting a set. Um, That's hard. Where it's just like every change that you make, it's like, oh, well, if we take out this card from this set, we have to find a replacement card from this set. And you're like yeah. balancing it. What an awesome amount of work goes into that. Insane. And yeah. um, I got some sweet value, too. I opened a Thalia. Uh, which one? Guardian of Guardian Thraben. of Thraben, and so that's that's worth some dollar signs, I think, uh, at the very least. But I ended up drafting a what did I draft that? What did I draft? A blue white flyers deck in my in my first draft. Blue white flyers. So they have cards like Ghost Ship, which is just yeah. a really cool flyer that you can regenerate, and just like a ton of of little. I also little drafted dudes. a Ghost Ship. I love Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship is good. What color? What colors were you in for the first one? The very first one, I drafted blue black. Okay. Um, and I had like a plague wind, which is nine mana. But boy, does it get a job done. <laughs> it just destroys. It destroys all of your opponent's creatures, Sick. and they can't be regenerated. Did you cast it? I did cast it. Nice. It was great. It was real great, especially since there were some regenerating creatures. Oh, yeah. But they couldn't regenerate. No. It says that they can't be regenerated. Everybody gets sick from a plague wind. Exactly. I had a ghost ship. Ghost ship was one of my favorites. Um, I'm trying to think. I had, like, some ways to get some stuff back from the graveyard. I had so many morphs. I had, oh, do yeah, you know morph. What? I miss so many morphs. Morph. Morph's great. But I was a very, like, it raised my blood pressure when my opponent played a morph because I wasn't completely familiar with all the morphs in the set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fifth, uh, not 15 bucks, but uh, like ten. 11, 10 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Thalia. Nice job. Um. Anyways, yeah. So I, uh, I was very, like, I was, I just love having morphs again. I missed morph, you guys. It's a good mechanic. It's great. 
I felt so great. Like, and I had a, bu- I had honestly a bunch of them in my deck. So playing a bunch of morphs and kind of putting my opponent on the spot again for like, do you want to block wanna this? Do you want to block this? Like it could, do who you? knows what it could be. It could be a ruthless ripper. That card was awesome. Yes, that card exists in this set. I love ruthless ripper. It could be the, the silly little 06. <laughs> yes, it could be. Yeah, it could be the 06. Cause I also had that dragon's, dragon's eye, eye savants. savants. Yes. Um, I had the three two that's unblockable. Oh yeah, great! Uh, that can't be blocked. Master of the uh, mystic, mystic of, of the hidden, hidden way. way. Gosh, love that card. I also got to use a blue elemental blast on oh, an opponent's yeah. red spell so that I didn't die. That was great. I like obviously sideboarded it in. Do you know what I played for the first time in my life? Merfolk looter. Ooh, how did you like it? I loved it. Of course. You know what they say? Always loot, and I sure did. Speaking of morph, so can I just point out one card from this set? Yeah. Vesuvian Shapeshifter. Okay. I did not know this card was a thing, but I played against it. <laughs> and as you might guess, I lost three blue blue for a zero zero what creature shapeshifter. As it enters the battlefield or is turned face up, you may choose another creature on the battlefield. If you do, until Vesuvian Shapeshifter is turned face down, it becomes a copy of the creature and gains at the beginning of your upkeep. You may turn this turn this creature face down morph cost of one and a blue. Wow. So you can just continually be the best like, card on the flip board. It. Yeah. Flip it face down. And you're and like, you oh, too. Flip it face up. It face up. I'm a new thing. Wow. That's pretty great. Yeah. It was back breaking to, to say the least, but super cool. That's pretty amazing. I did get yeah. did in by what is, I think one of the hottest decks of this format. Hit me. Uh, Hordling outburst oh, yeah. trumpet blast. Yes. Hordling yes. outburst. What a what a card still. And you know, green red's a thing. Um, because also there's echoing truth, which will give plus two plus two to any creature and then any other creature's the same name as that creature. Oh yeah. Goblin tokens all have the same name. So you could do They're that. like, we're all goblin tokens. Pew, 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 give pew, us pew. all plus two plus two. Yeah, for sure. Um that's a real deck. Yeah. This one was like a red black aggro. Oh nice. So it, you know, it um it had a bunch of Kindles, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Kindle is the one that deals two and then plus one for every Kindle in the graveyard. It's like garbage fire. Yeah, it's great. I love that. Uh, Kindle Kindle is sick. Murder. I had murder cast. I cast murder. You played Both against, I, I think I remember you playing against, or you had an Azumi Cutthroat, which was one of our preview cards. Oh, Just yeah. Just a rat with fear. There were a lot much. of them in our draft, I, I felt like. I, I, I mean, also saw a rat catcher. I wouldn't be able to block it. But I wasn't in black when rat catcher came around. Uh, but yeah. I did have no. I didn't have Nizumi Cutthroat. I had Relentless Rats. Oh, okay. I had some copies They're of Relentless, so relentless. Rats. And you know what I le- remembered? Not learned. Remembered as I attempted to block a creature with fear with my morph. What? <laughs> that no. That's colorless. Not artifact. An artifact. Oh yeah, that's fair. Whoops. Huh? It feels like that should work. I know, doesn't it? It really does. Because like, because it doesn't have a color. No color. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's not how it works. Doesn't work. Ravenous Chupacabra making its way into the set. I just mean, what a great card. Yeah. Man, Ruthless Ripper though. When I saw that card, I was just like, oh. Ruth's great. What what memories? <laughs> yeah, and Wooly Loxodon is in this set, which is uh, a another great morph. Another morph from uh, Cons Tons of Karkir. Tons of Karkir. <laughs> and uh, remains great in green. Yeah. The second deck uh, we drafted was a red-green deck. We drafted this together Magic Online. We had three copies of Chandra's Outrage. What a card. Which, incredible. It's great. Love it's it. It's great. We also had one million Wooly Loxodons. Yeah. 
mono woolly locks and on deck. Mono locks. Uh, so we also got we got oh, beat yes. bad by one of my favorite things that happened. Oh yeah, for sure. Which was um, Hedron Crab. Yep. Which is the one where you can pay. It's a one three. You can play blue, pay blue to untap it. Yeah. So and you're like, why am I ever playing this card yes. in any deck ever? Well, our opponent had. Uh, first, there's the artifact that costs four to equip, um, and then you can you tap the creature, and it deals two damage to an opponent or a creature. Yeah. Uh, I should say to a player or to a creature. Um, but then the creature doesn't untap. Yeah. Is part of the text of this well, artifact. Well, Hedron Make it Crab. Clawback. Except Hedron Crab, you can pay blue and untap it. So you can ping your opponent for two as many times as you can untap Hedron Crab with blue mana. Disgusting. Yes. And then also, uh, they also had Presence of Gond. <laughs> Two and a green uh, enchantment name. aura. Enchanted creature has tap, create a one, one green elf warrior creature token. Gross. So if you like, they had these, these two things to put on their crab that abuse that untap ability. And you know what else they did? They also had white mana for Oof. God's willing. They did it right. Because every time we tried to kill that stupid crab. Nope. God's it willing. was just like God's willing. God's it's willing. Like it gives it protection from a color. God's willing. Like God's willing. Oh boy. And you know what? Too, I what? was like, what is this white doing in this green blue deck? Yeah. There is no reason yeah. for it. They like had a couple squadron hawks. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, what is it doing? Doing God's willing. I just know it. It's so smart. Because uh, there is no way. Because once really... they have this combo online, they they're it's inevitable, right? They're just gonna win. Yeah. Oh, especially, um, especially the artifact. I'm trying to find the oh, the yeah. name for it because, like, dealing two, like, if you have four islands up, if you have four blue mana up, yeah, you can like you can eat your opponent in a turn. Yeah, it's just like GG. oh, <laughs> casual, you know, eight damage to you. Um, I was gonna say too. There's a really neat kind of sub theme here, which is uh, assembly workers. Which oh, yeah. self-assembler you may remember, which Ooh, is a here four, we go. four. Heavy arbalest was oh, yeah. what I was thinking of. Heavy Weird. arbalest. Okay. So uh, yeah, assembly worker is five mana for a four four, and it can go find another assembly worker yeah, when you this play. This is self-assembler. Or self-assembler. Yeah. And then there if you want, you can find another one. Yeah. Or you can just go literally get the card called Assembly Worker, which taps <laughs> to give an assembly worker plus one plus one. I love that this creature's name. Like the the card is Assembly Worker. <laughs> yeah. Artifact creature. Assembly worker. Like, poor, yeah. poor, poor thing. Doesn't that even have a name. Didn't even get a real name. And there's Mishra's, uh, which one is it? Workshop, mm -hmm. which can also give plus one, plus one to assembly workers. Yeah. So I played this opponent who had self-assemblers, had assembly workers, and had two copies of a Mishra's workshop. Uh-huh. And uh, was able to just sit there and be like, attack. And there was absolutely nothing I could do. There's no good blocks I have because yep. not only were they had the potential to pump it three times, any of them, but also had the the flip the morph that I, I described at the beginning of this segment that could also turn into if wanted one other assembly worker. So my O six couldn't even block it wow. because it's seven power. Wow, it's a real deck. <laughs> Is that a card you passed? No, I opened this and took it. <laughs> Megan, what uh, which card did you just bank on? Wow, I did not realize. So I mentioned earlier that I had a coalition relic. I didn't mention that it was a foil coalition relic <gasps> that I opened and picked in, in the draft that we did in paper. 
All right, cool. Wow, you beat me there. That's pretty sick. It's Ninety bucks. I did bucks. not realize that when I took it. Oh, sick. No, that's the that's the original. Oh, the this original. This one's just this one's forty five. All right, that's still good. <laughs> wow, uh, fun times. I did not know. <laughs> now I want to go through and be like, did I? Did I? I probably passed something and I don't even know it. I didn't yeah. even know it. That's pretty sweet. So yeah, Masters 25 online in stores. Uh, try it out. It's got some very powerful strategies, and I think it's kind of a tough nut to crack. It's not necessarily doesn't feel the same as drafting. Uh, you it's know, not super synergistic. Not synergistic. Yeah. It's very much just like a very classic draft strategy. Right. Of just like, hey, are you going to go? Um, are you going to go super aggro with like trumpet blast effects or like echoing truth effects? Are you gonna go like combo oriented, which is pretty cool? Crab. Um, are Crab you going combo. to go very controlling with like lots of removal, like lots of murders, lots of um, Chandra's outrage, that sort of thing, lots of Kindles? Because you certainly can. Yeah, and you can draft five color. There's fixing in cards like cultivate. Yeah. Um, and I'll say this. Uh, one last thing is uh, the big creatures are in green, which seems like a dumb moment. But in the other colors, they don't really have any big creatures. That's true. They're small. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know where if that's in- helpful information to you, but there you go. Um, yeah. Masters 25. Draft a foil co- coalition relic if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Part three. That's right, everyone. We left off with a very exciting one. Oh, yes. Gravestorm. Gravestorm. On a single card in Future Sight, <laughs> as the mechanics that have only been on a single card yeah. often are, uh, happen in Future Sight. So it is, as the name suggests, <laughs> it is like Storm, except it's counting not the number of spells cast this turn, but the number of cards Oh, wait, the number of not just cards, but permanents put into a graveyard. Wow. I don't know how you get it to be more than one. Gravestorm. Gravestorm. Some weird combo. Wow. Uh, So here is the card that it's on. Bitter Ordeal. Two and a black sorcery. Search target player's library for a card and exile it. Then that player shuffles his or her library. Gravestorm, when you cast the spell, copy it for each permanent put into a graveyard this turn. You may choose new targets for the copies. Hmm. That's just weird. Okay, so you're supposed to, like, get a bunch of stuff in your graveyard, gravestorm them, and you just take away all their good cards, I guess? I guess. I mean, I don't foresee myself playing this. Weird. Uh, well, I don't foresee myself playing Future Sight at any point. According to Mark so. Rosewater, gravestorm, quote, is unlikely to be reused. That <laughs> sounds correct. That sounds correct. I love it because when the first time I saw this, I'm like, oh, Gravestorm. That's like some creepy, bizarre mechanic. And they're like, no, it's just it's just it's storm, storm for but, your graveyard. But your graveyard. Oh, well, all right. Okay. Sure. For those of you who have not listened to the past two mechanics forever, one, oh, yeah. why not? Two, this is just where we go through some of the weirdest mechanics. Yeah. And we're like, oh, remember this? Or not. Or not. All right. Transfigure. Wow. Okay. I don't know. Like you, you get you cast it, and you're able to. The card can be one thing or another thing. That sounds good. I like that. Um, okay. Okay, so it's like transmute apparently, um, but if the, it has to be in play, like the creature, the permanent with transfigure is in play, and then it can go fetch a creature oh. that has the same. So transmute is, for instance, just 
not is not a creature. So this is like creature version of transmute. Um, I think so. So this is also future sight. This is also future sight, and according to Mark Rosewater, also unlikely to be reused. Also, only on one card also so only far. On one card. Okay, flesh writher. Yuck. Oh boy. Ugh. Two black black for a three three. Uh, transfigure one black black. Uh, so it says you pay one black black, sacrifice this creature, search your library for a creature card with the same converted mana cost as this creature, and put that card onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Transfigure only as a sorcery. So yeah, that's exactly like Transmute, just a creature. That's actually really cool. I love it. Why I really would, like why this. Why wouldn't you reuse it? Maybe because it's weirdly complicated. I guess. I don't know. Honestly, I think that it's super sick. And you know what? The, the thing that I said about being able to come into play as one thing or another thing is just something that's happened on cards and hasn't necessarily been a keyword. It's just like, oh, it's an, it's a, in fact on a card in Masters 25, which is like, this comes in as a 1-6 with Defender or it comes in as a 3-3 three, three, or whatever. Oh, yeah, you like pick. Yeah, but if that was actual mechanic... I mean, that would be a fun thing for a set, I would imagine. Yeah. I don't know. This anyway. Maybe they're worried about, like, if you have, like, a super sick bomb. Yeah. Then you can just pick transmute creatures, or transfigure creatures, I mean, with the same CMC. And go get it. And just, you have, like, imagine if you are playing limited, but instead of having one copy of Glor- Glorybringer, your opponent effectively has, like, four copies of Glorybringer. Well, I mean, we did have technically four copies of Tetsuma. That's right. We did <laughs> that, do that one draft deck. once. With Forerunner of the Empire. It um, was sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. Champion is our next mechanic. Okay, I, I know a little bit about this one. Like, from what I remember, as, like, the, when the card with champion comes into play, you can, like, champion, quote-unquote, another card. Sure. But I don't know what happens to it. It gets it, a bonus. Does it? I don't know. It gets your hanky. <laughs> It gets some flowers a if token. it survives combat. Okay. Uh, it's a keyword ability that allows you to upgrade one permanent into another, representing a powerful creature taking the place of another to fight in its stead. What? Oh, Does I get that it. that even mean? So the king chose a champion to perform for him in the joust so he didn't have to get hurt. Okay. Let's see. This is from Lorwyn. Okay. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> reminder text, champion and... Object. <laughs> okay, let's see. I want to see an example. Um, okay, this is a Thoughtweft trio. Two Ooh. white, white for a 5 5 Kithkin soldier. It's a great card. First strike, vigilance. Wow! Okay, but wait, it does have champion a Kithkin. Okay. When this enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless you exile another Kithkin you control. When this leaves the battlefield, that card returns to the battlefield. It can block any number of creatures. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so basically it's saying like Don't worry. when it comes into play, you do have to you do have to uh, exile. Sacrifice. You're not sacrificing it because it comes back. When, oh, when unless you away. exile it. I yeah. see. Okay. So you exile, you have to exile something with the correct type. Yeah. Okay. So you do have a drawback, but like in that's what you're doing in Lorwyn. Yeah, but you get but then if it goes away, like if the then champion creature back. dies, then the exiled one comes back, which is all right. You I'm, know, I'm into it. It's cool. You know, I told Mark that Rosewater that I wanted to go back to Lorwyn, so <laughs> you better be listening to this, Mark. I meant it. That's cool. I would, I would like to play with that. Uh, then we've got reinforce. So this is when you're building a deck. Uh, okay. Someone else comes by and puts in a couple of really good cards. <laughs> 
that's that's called straight up cheating. Oh, this is not right, a, right, 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 right. Not a mechanic. Okay. Mm, interesting. Um, reinforce is when. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Gosh, I w- you build little wooden supports around your deck to make sure. I was sure- going to say it just means that it, when it goes into a card sleeve, you have to put another card in the sleeve with it, oh, so that yeah. it's like reinforced. And on then the when back. you play it, if you're like, "Oh, this isn't good for this situation," you just trade them out and trade them out. One. Yeah. Okay. Reinforce. These both seem very unlikely. <laughs> yes, I agree. Uh, okay, reinforce is an activated keyword ability. Um, that functions only while the card is in the player's hand. Uh, this is also from Morning Tide, which okay. is Lorwyn Black. <laughs> By 2010, it was considered a design failure, says the article. Uh, 2010, the year we figured a lot of stuff out. Hey, everybody, 2010. Oof. Reinforce. Reinforce. Okay. Someone just woke up and they're like, <gasps> Reinforce was a design failure. <laughs> Sweating. Ah, you guys, everybody. Oh my gosh, I have to tell you about a dream that just reminded me that I had last night. Okay. Uh, So so here's the example. Mosquito Guard, white, 1-1, first strike. Uh, Reinforce one. Uh, One in a white, discard this card, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. So I think you can, so it has like um, a number again. So it's like reinforce N. And then N is the number of plus one, plus one counters that will get put on the creature. Uh, once you pay the cost and discard the card. I wonder why it was considered a failure. It doesn't seem too terrible. Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. Maybe it was too good? I don't know. Hmm, that seems unlikely. Maybe just nobody... It's, it's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just that it was... Nobody like, wanted to ever do it. Yeah, exactly. Know. Like, yeah, what if no one ever wanted to reinforce? Yeah, could be. It's just sort of like... Like, I just want eh. a creature... Because how often do you want a creature versus a plus one, plus one counter? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think maybe it's just sort of like a, it's like, meh. Maybe that was it. Okay. Quick dream story of Maria waking up in a cold sweat. Let's hear it. I woke up from having this dream where I was in a, like a Mar, the new Mario game world. Okay. But it was owned by Disney. Okay. And there was a bunch of challenges you had to go through, which acted very much like the new Mario game, like jumping through things, navigating mazes and uh, grabbing a moon or whatever. And it was like Uh a bunch of three dimensional stuff you had to go through. And this woman with glasses was there at the end of most levels, like looking at you and writing down (laughs) notes. Well, you got to this final, (laughs) Okay. Final okay. room where there is a giant math equation on the wall. And she's like, solve this. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have no idea what this what this answer could be. But then I looked down at the pen that was in my hand that I had been handed when I went into the room, which had the solution very small, like written on it. And I was like, <gasps> and I went up to the board and I wrote it out. And she was like, excellent. You have passed the test. But I have one more test for you handed me the written test, which included lots of Disney movies and questions about them. And I'm like, look, lady, I like know a lot of movies, but I'm not like a Disney movie expert. And she's like, just try your best. And one of the questions was specifically about RuPaul's Drag Race. And I was like, wow, I didn't know Disney owned RuPaul's Drag Race. And she's like, yes, we own a lot of things. And this test will find out if you're ready to be our new CEO. (laughs) And I woke up really terrified because I didn't want to be Disney's new CEO. (laughs) But I had solved the math problem. Oh my goodness. That's (sighs) so weird. Why did this dream happen to me? Why? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, if you find yourself in that uh, situation, 
Now you know what it's, what it's all about. What it's all about. Beware. Look for the pen with the answer written on it. <laughs> they wow. Really, they really got people. Wow. <laughs> yeah. With that one. <sighs> anyway. Oh my goodness. All right. Conspire. Conspire. That's what Disney was doing in my dream. This is where um, one creature comes into play and it has, uh, it has to whisper something to another hey, creature. Hey, do you want to get in on this battle with me? Yep. Hey. You want to kill the king? Oh, this is actually kind of. What oh my it? goodness! I just love these lines. By 2010, it was considered a design oh, failure. All right, what do we got? It's from Shadowmoor, which is also Lorwyn. Wow, Black. nobody liked what they did in Lorwyn, huh? Apparently, conspire is a keyword ability that allows the spell played to be copied if you tap two untapped creatures that share a color with that spell. Oh, so this is kind. I remember this now because what. Uh, Convoke, it reminds me of. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's like, this one is Ether Toe, uh, three and a hybrid white blue. Instant, put target attacking or blocking creature on top of its owner's library. Conspire, as you cast the spell, you may tap two untapped creatures you control that share a color with it. When you do, copy it and you may choose a new target for the copy. Wow, I'd pay six for that. Wow. For, for that twice of that? Oh my gosh. Well, it's not like paying... You're not paying six. You're paying paying four and tapping two, two creatures. creatures. Yeah, man. I'm waiting. I don't know. I feel like, okay, I think I, I don't think that I get why this is considered a failure, except maybe that it just like, it's not an interesting enough decision to be like, like it messes too much with the fundamental combat aspect of the game. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. I don't know. If you know, well, there's other stuff that does that. Let us know why these are considered failures. Yeah, if you have your opinion. Um, tweet at MTA cast with failure question. <laughs> Hashtag failure question. <laughs> or just post in the comments of the video if you That's were around right. during Lorwyn and you remember why this was terrible or busted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. Uh, same with reinforce. Yes. Hmm. Agree. Devour. Devour. Great name. Yeah, great name. I want to say I remember this from a cube or something. There was a creature, and if you devoured, then it came in with that many counters. It was like either it came in with one ones or you could devour them. Uh, Broodmother, something Broodmother. Oh, that, I think I know. Wait, you're thinking of the, the one that we've had during our time, right? Which is like Fabricate. You're right. That is what Fabricate is. So you're thinking of Fabricate. So this is, so, but like it's, that seems, okay. So the way this works is Devour. Um, oh no, I'm pretty sure I've, messed, I've seen this in Momir. Continue. Okay. So it's Devour and then a number. Devour N. As this enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice any number of creatures. This creature enters the battlefield with that many plus one, plus one counters on it. Okay. Okay. Can you search Broodmother on Scryfall for me? Yeah, of course. Just because, like, what am I thinking of? I don't know. Anyway, Scryfall. Go there for all of your magic search needs. This has been a commercial for Scryfall. Broodmother? Yeah. Okay. It was like a little goblin. Oh, Dragon Broodmother. Oh, it is Devour. That I was thinking of. I must have seen this in um. At the Momir. beginning of each upkeep, put a 1-1 one, one red and green dragon creature token with flying and Devour 2 into play. Uh, as the token comes into play, you may sacrifice any number of creatures. It comes into play with twice that many plus one plus one counters on it. Sweet. All right. Devour. Cool. I get it. Because it's like it's eating the littler creatures so that it yum, can be yum, bigger. Yum, 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 yum. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
into There's it. nothing about this being considered a failure. <laughs> <laughs> there is no evidence to suggest Devour was a failure. You know what I devoured? What? <sighs> calamari, cinnamon, cinnamon made calamari. Calamari made with cinnamon. <laughs> what? Cinnamon flavored <laughs> calamari that was cooked with cinnamon. I don't know how to say it. I ate it at a new restaurant yesterday, wow. and it was really good. What restaurant? It's a new one um, in uh, Linden Hills of Minneapolis called, it's a woman's name, uh, Martina. Oh. And <laughs> the service was very bad. But they had a great G&T, and also the cinnamon calamari was fabulous. Can't speak to the main because that wasn't great, but maybe their other stuff is. Anyway, the point is, I ate one of these little calamaris. I would Before I looked, I just put it on my fork and ate it. And then I looked down at the other ones, and it was full baby octopuses that no, had been... No, 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 Yes, no. yes. One of my greatest fears since a few years ago on a dare at a sushi restaurant, I ate one of those baby octopuses whole and ever since that moment have regretted it and felt so disgusted by my actions Yes. that I couldn't handle it. But I did it again yesterday and didn't realize it until I had already eaten it. And it was delicious. <laughs> So, but there were other pieces on there that were just like the normal calamari, like circles or whatever that kind of look like onion rings. So yeah. I ate those, but I left the ones that were literal shape of fried baby octopus. Well, they were already dead. I know. I still couldn't. I still I couldn't bring myself to do it. No, it's so sad. Ugh. I don't want what I'm eating to be in the shape of what it was when it was alive. <laughs> do you consider That's being all, a vegetarian? That's all I'm asking. Yes, many times. I have a severe problem with it. I'm sure I would be one if, before I ordered my steak, they showed me a picture of the cow that it came from. <laughs> I'm now going... <laughs> Next time we go out to eat, no. I'm going to just pull up a picture of an animal before you order. And you're like, this was Beatrice. Yep. Do you I'm want gonna to name, eat it? I'm going to name the animal. And then also my steak came in the shape of the cow <laughs> that I'm eating. This is a really sad and weird story. I, I'm full of them today, I guess. <sighs> All right. Living Weapon. Living Weapon. We know what this one is. Sure do. Batterskull. I picked it because it's weird, but it's still one of my favorites, kind it's of. It's very strange. I also love it. It is so cool. So these are artifacts, um, equipment artifacts. Yeah. That when they come into play, you make a little... Um, germ. A germ token. Germ. A little germ token. A little 1-0 germ. Um, so wait, no, it's just it's an OO germ. It's a zero, it's a zero, zero. zero germ. Um, and so obviously, uh, like it already has, it this, has to have something. Yeah. It's attached to it. The weapon automatically yeah. attached to the germ. Exactly. So the germ does not die from state based effects. Um, and so, yeah, like if the, if the germ dies, then you still have the artifact around. Yeah. Better school being one of the most, uh, iconic examples. This is a great, a great mechanic. Yeah. All for it. Flare Husk. Another yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. So it's just, you know, it's pretty cool. It I don't is know. Really There's cool. something it's about it that's unique. just like, it is, it's very unique. Um, I enjoy it. And it's very, so this is from New Phyrexia. Um, or it was, no, it's from Mirrodin Besiege. And then obviously is 
again in sure. new phyrexia because it's it is very like phyrexian oh yes oh we germs. made these germs and we put big artifacts on them creepy um yeah i'm in once so. the first gp vegas that i went to i got horrendously ill after and um got gifted <laughs> a beautiful maria being sick germ token Oh, that's right. I remember that. So I still have it. Um, thank you, by the way. And um, I will use it. And hopefully a living weapon comes back and my yeah. germ can live on. <laughs> um, soul bond. We also know this one. Yes. Famously just like. Weird. Weird and terrible, I think. And used or for many what, proposals. Part of what part of what people think made Avison restored just bad. Yeah. Um, because it was just so good. Very good. It was just OP. No drawback. Yeah. Um, so the way that soul bond works is that a creature has soul bond and as it comes into play, you can bond it with another creature. Boom. That's it. And they both get some sort of, uh, ability. It's so weird too. Like, yeah. what is the, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm, it's just like, oh, you put this in play and then this and this other thing gets something sweet. Yeah. Um, and I think the way it works is that, uh, they're paired, but then like if the creature that didn't have soul bond on it dies, yeah. when another pe- creature comes into play, you can pair, pair it up again. Yeah. So it's a second marriage. All yeah. Right. <laughs> I get it. Dark. Dark and weird. Uh, so like this one, wing crafter, single blue, one, one human wizard, soul bond. You may pair this creature with another unpaired creature. When either enters the battlefield, they remain paired for as long as you control both of them. As long as wing crafter is paired with another creature, both creatures have flying. Okay. So like you can just give flying to anything. <laughs> OP. Like a wolfier silver. Heart, yeah. Which is just a way to yeah. win a game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. Just too easy to be great, I think, is maybe a, a I think shorthand. Maybe, like, I don't know. I think it could be potentially cool to see again. But I think it was just sort of one of those things where it's just like there was all this stuff going on in Avacyn Restored that didn't quite make it all tick. Like, this paired with Miracles was just like, sometimes it was like, well, this game was a complete blowout. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Miracle. We didn't talk about that one because most people know what that is. Oh, that's right. But if you don't, miracles. look it up. Bust it. Oh. <sighs> So here's one that's happened in our lifetime. Yes. Which the was, one that we picked that has happened in yes. our magic lifetime. Weird. When we when, Do you remember when this first came out and you read it and you're like, what? I have no idea what that does. Yes. Yes. Cypher. Cypher. Uh, so this is from Gate Crash and it is the Demir mechanic, uh, the blue black one. And so the way it works <laughs> is that. Should we just read the definition first? Sure. Because it's so bizarre. That, okay. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> Cypher. Okay, let me look at the uh, a reminder text. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, is there one? There you go. Okay. Cypher. <laughs> you may exile this spell encoded on a creature you control. <laughs> Whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player, its controller may cast a copy of this card without paying its ma- mana cost. Okay. Because we were like, what does that mean? Encoded on a creature you control? Get out of town? Yeah. And it's a spell that's on a creature, and then you can... Uh, yeah table flip so basically like you cast it but then you it's like you're you're you exile it but you're like hey here's this creature i have on the battlefield it is encoded on this okay so if it deals combat damage it will it'll do it again (laughs) so but it's like you're so but you're like 
it's not that when that creature deals combat damage, it's not like it has a little text box that text box now that's like when this creature deals combat damage, no. you know, draw a card or no. whatever. It's like when this creature deals combat damage, you're gonna cast a literal copy of that spell. Okay. It was a weird one. It's bizarre. It was cipher. a weird one. Uh, in retrospect, like I wish that I had known more about magic when it came out because I feel like I would have understood it better. Oh yeah. I remember ciphering. Uh, there was some. There was some good blue spell with cipher, that I don't remember what it was. But um, anyway, it yeah. was it was good. That's that's what I remember. Um, yeah, cipher. So yeah, there you have it. Hold on, I wanted to look through. So uh, this links to a Mark Rosewater article about the storm scale Ravnica and Return to Ravnica, which is a, a tool that he uses that's about how likely a mechanic is to return. Oh, okay. Storm being the 10 on this scale. As in it will never. As it will never come back. <laughs> Basically never come back. Storm, dredge, affinity. <laughs> yep, affinity for artifacts. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Or affinity, yeah. So those are the three things that are level 10 great agree um wow this is actually fun now that we've talked about mechanics forever to yeah. look at this last this list this last Ooh, here we go level six we need to find the right place to bring it back but i'm a little less optimistic devour which we just oh, mentioned yeah. ninjutsu which we mentioned last episode and living weapon living weapon i would love to see it cool um unlikely but possible to return if the right environment comes along snow mana <coughs> retrace split second i think split seconds terrible. terrible i agree split second we didn't talk about because who wants to talk about it it's basically like a super instant where once it's on the stack no one can cast anything until it resolves it's so dumb like no 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 don't mess with your timing of exactly. your instants and sorcerers and whatever oh super super extra fast instant get out of here that exactly. doesn't exist that's dumb. no no. Um, oh, do you know it's kind of wild? So this article was written in, on May 2nd, 2016. Um, and I'm just thinking about like, so eight, it's unlikely to return, but possible if the stars align. And we have madness in here. Wow. Uh, which, and that was certainly which we back. Saw. Yeah, which was back at the time, right? I think so. When was when was Shadows? Shadows over Winistrad. Do you know what's so wild is that we can't remember? I don't know. April, April 6th, 8th, 2016. So, yeah. That's so wild. And so, all right. So, a level one, in case you're wondering, is stuff like flying and death touch. Yeah. Obvious. Level three, cycling, is on level three. Okay. Which I love cycling. I want it to be level one. So, morph is level four. Oh, I so love that's morph. Good. Which is, we'll most likely do again. Okay. Great. All right. Um, That's sweet. Okay, so let's see. I just want to see. So forecast um, popularity unpopular unpopular. Oh no! So this is a storm scale eight, and we oh, talked about forecast last forecast. time. How we liked it. We kind of liked oh, well. it. Detain. I oh, love this was detain. RTR. We love detain. Oh, it's popular. It was very popular. He says. Three, three a rating of three so likely yeah uh transmute okay we just talked about yeah the other nine <laughs> it's a nine, nine? transmute it's a nine okay all right. uh all right uh cypher! cypher here we go popularity liked liked <laughs> i don't know if that's true storm skill rating nine, nine. 
Yeah, it's hard to design and develop, and it wasn't popular enough to warrant all the hoop jumping we'd have to go through. All right. Okay. Let's see. Um, oh, Hellbent, we didn't talk about, but it's a good one to know because people still use it all the time. It's like a term now. Exactly, which just means you have no cards in hand. No cards in hand. You get a, you know, if your creature has a bonus or something, if you're quote unquote Hellbent. Yeah. Um, but now people just use it to mean like, I've got no cards. No cards. It was once an actual mechanic um, for the Rakdos Guild. Popularity, unpopular. You know, and that's why people would say Heckbent if you have one card or four yeah. in hand. <laughs> which is cute. Cute. Uh, unleash. <laughs> Popularity. Unpopular? Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? As a whole, players didn't like Unleash as it read as a downside mechanic. 100% disagree because it's an upside. You get a bonus and you, you who needs to block? I don't want to block. Oh, my God. Wow. Storm scale rating four. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Everyone remember, Maria doesn't think that not oh. being able to block is a downside <laughs> to a creature. Not being able to block in Maria's world, all upside. You're not going to make the mistake of not attacking with it. <laughs> I mean, it's and it gave you a cool decision, right? You had to decide if you want your creature to be sweeter and better on attacks or if you want to be able to block. Man. I have said it on this show before. Unleash is my favorite mechanic, and I'm just getting a little wow. impassioned right I'm now. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Blood Rush. We didn't talk about this, but this was from Gate Crash, yeah. which I remember where you discard the card uh, for a cost, and um, a creature gets plus X plus X where... An attacking creature. Yeah, an attacking creature. Um, it's a six. six. Okay. Convoke. Obviously, we've seen Convoke since then. That's yep. a three. Yep. Populate. One oh, of my favorite love mechanics. Populate. Um, popularity popular no excellent uh storm skill rating five five oh. or haunt. haunt we talked about haunt last episode unpopular yeah <laughs> makes sense storm skill rating nine nine effing <laughs> bizarre Beautiful. it really is extort oh, we we've love talked extort. about how much we love extort i love extort we didn't talk about it on this on our weird mechanics episode because we like, were just kind of like great mechanic exactly popular yep um Storm six. scale rating six. All right. Replicate and overload, which were the is it ones. Dredge. Ooh, dredge. We know that's never coming dredge back. Dredge is a ten. ten. It's one of my mechanics. I have a soft spot for it. That's it. It's one of the most broken mechanics we've ever made. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scavenge. Scavenge. A four. Ooh, boars. There's so many mechanics. Radiance. We didn't talk about radiance. No, we didn't. Uh, let's see. Target creature and each other creature that shares a color with it get plus one, plus one until end of turn. Hmm. Why did we not talk about that? I don't know. Design space. that's a weird it's hard one. hard to design cards. Yeah. Three Unpopular. Design. Yeah. Nine. It's hard to process. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Battalion. Battalion. I remember oh, this. Yeah. Four. I liked Battalion. Simic has graft originally. Uh which is an eight. Evolve. evolve. I loved Evolve. We really liked Evolve. Yeah, five. All okay. right. Very so, simple. Anyways, that was a nice, like, that's wow. a, that was a nice little capper to this. I liked that. To look at those, all the Ravnica and Return to Ravnica uh, storm scale ratings. Cool. Well, there you have it. Uh, parts one, two, and three of, of Mechanics Forever or Forever Mechanics, which one, ever one it was, I can't remember yes. anymore. <laughs> mechanics Forever or Forever Mechanics. I don't know. I don't know. modern that's right everybody we're just gonna give you a snappy recap yeah because a snap, a snap cap, cap. <laughs> whoa jinx 
because um because there were as we mentioned eight different decks yeah. and steve lock who won wow. gp minneapolis won this one so this is crazy because steve lock has only played in two gps this season and he won both. and he won both of them just casually just you know strolled in won it <laughs> i think i'll go win a gp yep. this weekend this one he won with humans yep strong deck strong humans. deck uh, in the top eight, we also had a red green Eldrazi with blood braid elf. Yes, <laughs> everyone's you know everyone's okay. returning friend. Yeah, and you've um, been ancient stirrings. Yeah, ancient stirrings and noble hierarch to help with the ramp. Cool. Um, so yeah, and it also has for the red end, it has Eldrazi Obligator. This is one that for two and a red, um, when you cast it, you can pay one and a colorless. And if you do, um, it has like the gain control of a creature effect. Cool. Just pretty cool. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Eldrazi in modern. Whoa. I know. I know. What a bold statement. Um, but this deck is like, I'm, I'm interested in where this is coming Looks from. Looks like a lot of uh, good value. Solid yeah, deck. Exactly. And it's not like the straightforward colorless, like the, um, what's the word? Like the Eldrazi Tron. Yeah. It's very different from that. Oh yes. Um, but it does still play thought not seer just in case you're wondering. Of course. And reality smasher. Um, um wait, does it? Yeah, there's obviously four Reality Smasher. Uh, then we had Green and Taxes, which oh, is a terrible name for this deck. Green and Taxes. This must be what Wesco was playing last Vegas, similar to that, which is yeah. a green-white. Uh, was it green-white? It was. It was? Yeah. Okay. I remember. Was it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was? <laughs> It was, in fact. Craig, what? we know this is your favorite TV show, so tell us if we're wrong. What? You could, uh... Was it? He was he was top eight, so you can look it up. Uh, Vegas 20... Last Vegas was last... Oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was. He... Was he? <laughs> if you don't know what the joke I'm making about this being his favorite TV show, was at the Magic Online Championship, they did a little survey, and they said... What's your favorite TV show? And some people wrote Gossip Girl, and some people wrote other things. Did they? Yes. And Craig Res Wesco wrote Magic the Amateur. This is just a moment of me being like, what? Was he? Huh? Was it? Okay, okay, hold on. This is funny to look at what it was last year. It really is. Oh, there was a lot of, like, burn. There okay. it is. Green, white, hit. Wow, you're right. <laughs> Boom! Which... By the way, is the correct name for this deck. Yes. I don't know who went, went on to call it green and taxes, but I am not okay with it. <laughs> and I will be writing a strongly worded email to someone about uh, this. Not okay. Tate Donovan. Uh, anyways, so green, white, hate bears. Yep. Classic archetype. Tron. Tron. Which Tron is this? Uh, you know, just regular, regular old Tron. Regular some Tron. Some Tarns, some Eugenes, some Emrakuls. Sylvan Scrying, classic. Yeah. Um, bring to light scape shift. Barf. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, two Jace, the mind sculptors. Oh, wow. Which is pretty sweet. Um, which bring to light can go, can go and get, wait, no, it's creature instant or sorcery, not a planeswalker. Still pretty sweet. <laughs> wow. Matt Nass. Yeah. Uh, Clark clan ironworks combo made it in. That's crazy to it me. It really is. This deck just goes wild. This deck is is bizarre. It is very strange. I mean, it makes I a never... lot of mana and kills someone uh, with either right. Um, no, this doesn't doesn't even have walking ballista in the main. This one has a hanger back walker. Okay. 
or um a or an emrakul the eons torn wow eons? that's cool wow wow weird Clark clan Clark clan ironworks uh and then we had the nightfall. band nightfall mm-hmm. so and jund, jund. wow that's really cool. like the nice little the nice little set the nice yeah. little assortment very diverse pretty cool um and showing that like you know some people after the modern pro tour was successful and like there it wasn't dominated too much by anyone deck yeah. people are like oh you're gonna go and stir it up with unbannings like what if that makes it really lopsided but like so far it just seems like they you know they were right they're like there's room for these two cards to come back and they're not going to completely take over modern at least so far they're not so far so good yeah they're just doing their thing shaping up modern pretty cool pretty cool <laughs> It's time for Flavor Text Theater movie pitches featuring Masters 25. Yeah. Oh, boy. Nice. I'm excited. So we're going to um, pitch each other some movies. And, oh, that's a foil in this set. Our token is a whale. Oh, look at this 6-6 six, six whale. When this creature dies, create a 9-9 nine, nine blue kraken creature token. I'm going to mix these up. What makes this token? I don't know. Wow. No, uh, no clue, actually. I'm going to try and find it. So uh, obviously the sweet cards that we open from this, along with any flavor text theaters we play in the month, go into our monthly giveaway, our monthly Gleam giveaway that you can enter by being a YouTube subscriber, a follower on Twitter, um, or visiting our Facebook page. Oh, hold on. I found it. Reefworm? Three and a blue. Reefworm. This is a rare. When Reefworm dies, create a 3-3 three, three blue fish creature token with when this creature dies, create a 6-6 six, six blue whale creature token with when this creature dies, create a 9-9 nine, nine blue cracking wow. creature token. Cool. That's kind of great. I'm into Reefworm. That's hilarious to me. Don't ever kill it. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. Okay. Pitch each other movies or TV shows based on these cards. Ooh. Ooh. I already got a rare. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, oh. so my movie is a set in a dystopian future because obviously. Obviously. And in this um and in this dystopian future, you are supposed to always be asleep. Like you mm-hmm. hook yourself up to a machine and you go to work and you work for the, you know, future terrible government. Um as you're asleep in this machine and you're just able to work 24 hours a day because quote unquote, you don't ever need to sleep because you're always asleep. So they're like harvesting your consciousness ah! or whatever to do whatever they need to do. Ooh, but this there's is a little like uh, the matrix. This is right? very matrixy, okay. but there's some rebels of course that of course are able to break out of their sleep comas and try and save the world from, from this future state. But it's very difficult because most people are asleep. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, if you're caught and, you know, people are caught, of course, in the beginning of the movie, they are put into the center of, um, town, um, f- and f- put into the stocks and, uh, hooked up to the stocks and, and forcibly kept asleep, but constantly in a nightmare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's called Pillory of the Sleepless. That is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> this would actually be a movie. It's also yeah. kind of Inception-y. Yeah. Um, anyway. That's great. <laughs> That's great. All you need to do is you need to walk into a movie studio and be like, hear out this pitch, Inception meets The Matrix. The Matrix. And they're Boom. like, here's your money. 
All right. Uh, awesome. Okay, so mine is about um, this like windswept town uh, at the top of some hills. Great. Um, and everyone in this town is always told like people come in to trade with them, but no one ever goes out because they're they're told like life beyond this town is is terrifying, right? Oh, like it's, like it's not safe out there. Yeah. And they live by a river. Um, and one day, uh, a a kid who's always bullied um she gets thrown into the river and gets carried down and it turns out that there's a giant waterfall right off the edge of town Ooh. and she falls down the waterfall but is rescued by people uh, at the bottom of the waterfall and she learns hey that the like the world out here isn't actually scary that's something that we're being told in our town to be kept in yeah by whoever's running it so that we it. never want to leave Love and it. so she leads a whole rebellion to go and free her town to be like look the world out here isn't scary it's actually awesome it's called cascade bluffs <laughs> i love it my card is actually the magic movie and you know which was reportedly being made uh-huh question mark sorry <laughs> i'm just thinking of the dumbest pitch for my next oh, one, okay so go for it uh this is gonna be very short um and i've decided what it's gonna be about it's going to be about Chandra and her spark igniting and her first adventure. Chandra's outrage. Oh, nice. When her spark Perfect. Goes off. Um, okay, so this this is a movie about um, a bunch of um, like foxes and weasels who love to raid a uh, chicken coop. Ooh, um, except, oh, so is this like a you know fantastic Mr. Fox style? Yeah, Wes exactly. Anderson? Yes, okay. except um, none of them. None of them ever really learned how to pronounce things correctly. So they're always just kind of doing their own approximation of human language, yeah. which isn't quite right. Because they also um, don't have lips or cheeks. Yes. And so instead of calling them eggs, they think that they're called ergs. It's called ergraters. What the heck is that card? Oh, Urgraders, it really is. Yeah, at the beginning of your end step, if Urgraders didn't attack this turn, Urgraders deals two damage to you unless it came under your control this turn. It's a two, three, four, one, and a black. Huh, cool. I like yeah. the art. Yeah, it's nice. This movie yeah, is, is about um, somebody who learns... I do so many movies that are like The Giver because I love that book growing up. But it's a child who grew up in a family of um, mages or witches and uh, has to assume the family business and in this family in this witch family you're either born into a caster or a catcher and somebody who's a caster casts all the spells and somebody who's a catcher is responsible for when those spells go awry you need to essentially absorb them and uh, deal with the negative consequences yeah so it's like sucks you're like a revered person in the family or the village or whatever but at the same time your life is terrible because you have to like deal with all this negative magic that's being inflicted upon you or other people that goes wrong yeah um and so it's kind of the story of a girl who grows up as a catcher and she uh has all these terrible things happen to her until one day she decides to catch a good spell to try and reverse her her fortune curse catcher catcher. that's so sweet that's kind of cool that's a great one yeah i would would watch that yeah um this is uh this is exactly the plot of Elf, except instead of going into the big city, he goes into a forest and he thinks that his dad is a tree. Oh, it's called yeah. Arbor Elf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my movie is, is about somebody who wants to be the Hulk in real life. Because they love reading the Hulk comic book so much. Uh-huh. And they find a potion that grows them. Giant growth. <laughs> 
perfect. Um, okay, so this one is about a kid who loves being part of spelling bees, um, but he's not any good at it. Oh, like he's just sad. he's he's not a great speller. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, yeah. Um, and, uh, so he's always trying to become a better speller, but he just keeps letting his team down and they're all so mad at him <laughs> that they start mispronouncing his name. Oh, rude. But it's all about mispronunciations today. Um, just to like, be like, oh, Neil, but like, you can't even spell your name right. So we're going to call you Niall. And he always bombs the spelling bee. It's Niall Spellbomb. Oh, Niall. Yep. My card is our foil. And uh, what it is, is it's there's a deck of playing cards that's sentient. Mm-hmm. And um, the Jack of Hearts, we'll say, is on, is on, on this um, playing cards. No, no, it can't be the Jack of Hearts. <laughs> okay, so it's a, they're all face cards in this oh, scenario. Okay. And uh, the ace is really cool and uh, wants to go to uh, swordsman school to learn how to be the greatest swordsman of all. And everyone's like, you can't. You're not a face card. Okay, this is how it would. You're not a face card. You're not the king, queen, or jack. So just why don't you just get back in the deck and be the low end of our stupid card deck? And the ace is like, no, I can be really great. And goes off to sword school and wins the Olympics in fencing. Fencing ace. <laughs> yes. Yes. Perfect. Um, okay. So this one is about, um, this is like a world where there are, uh, there's a bunch of bounty hunters that Ooh. go from the cities because there's a lot of land. There's like the cities, which are safe, but all of the countryside is like pretty wild and overgrown and is like traversed by like demons and monsters um, and like s- social outcasts, essentially. Love it. Um, and then there are bounty hunters whose job it is to go get people who have broken the law and tried to escape into the badlands. They try and go like capture them and bring them back yeah. for justice. Yeah. Um, but because it's so important they stake like they stake their lives on it so if they don't bring back someone that they say that they would they get cursed um and so this is about uh a a bounty hunter who gets cursed because he tried to go find someone um and he had a change of heart at the last moment so he comes back without them and he's transformed into a giant bat uh and so now this bat is he know he's a giant bat who's out there trying to find um the person to bring them back this time because he decided that it's not worth it. It's called Blood Hunter Bat. Wow. That's great. Revenge. Brownie Hunter Revenge. All right. My story is kind of a sad one. Um, so it's about the theory of um, guardian angels always being there to protect you. And there's mm-hmm. this one that um, protects this little boy. But it's a bird. It's a giant bird that mm-hmm. protects him throughout his life. And we see him growing up with this bird who gets him out of close calls or whatever because the bird is there. Um, he gets to know the bird, which is where it diverges mm-hmm. from reality, <laughs> more or less. And um, they become great friends, but realizes that, um, you know, you find out through the course of the movie, he's kind of growing up with this sort of handicap of having this bird who's always getting him out of messes and one day the bird dies um in some kind of accident where it sacrifices itself for the boy and the boy must learn to move on for himself and um and save his own self in the world griffin protector coming of age um this is the sequel to the revenant where leonardo dicaprio's character is haunted (laughs) by that bear it's called phantasmal bear Oh, great. This, 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 
I'm sure we've had it up because I'm pretty sure we've made the joke because it's another spelling bee joke uh-huh. where the the winning word to spell is counter. Counter oh. spell. Yeah, I feel like that is. Okay, uh, so this one is. Oh. Uh, so this one is a company that manufactures like a supplement that makes you feel great and gives you tons of energy. Oh. Um, decides that having like five minute, you know, like TV infomercial ads yeah. isn't enough. They're going to make a full length movie. Wow. About their own supplement <laughs> called Invigorate. <laughs> Not seeing it. It's just an hour. An of, hour. It's an hour and a half of what the person who just had some Invigorate can now do with their oh. day. The future of marketing. All right. This one is our final card, and it's about a woman. Uh, this is going to be set in Japan back in the day, oh. and she needs to wear something really beautiful for her wedding day. And um, she goes to a wise woman in the village who makes her, is like, I'll make you the most beautiful wedding dress of all, but there will be a price. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's very haughty. She doesn't care. She wants the best and most beautiful dress of all, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And the woman makes her a dress, and she says, what do you want it to be like? And soft and as beautiful as a cloud. Well, all right. Makes her the dress, puts it on for the wedding day, and sure enough, transforms into a cloud who must observe her own wedding and can never be a part of the world again except for raining, which is her tears of being too full of uh, hubris. Anyway, it's wow. Cloud shift. <laughs> sad. Yeah. Sad and weird yeah. today. That's more like a tale. We were real sad and weird. <laughs> yeah, we we had some we had some good ones though. I yeah, think. we did. I agree. Call us, movie studios. We'll put these movies up on the big screen where they definitely deserve to be. Who doesn't want to see the sequel to The Revenant? Phantasmal Bear. Phantasmal Bear. everybody time out to thank ultra pro one of the sponsors of magic the amateur that's right do you know what i held in my hands this week what a beautiful uh m25 playmat oh yeah pro oh yeah so if you're looking at these masters 25 cards and you're like where can i get some of this sick stuff uh on um you know, on a playmat, Ultra Pro is the place to go. We've oh, got yeah, you've Azusa. got them behind you. Yeah. Azusa Lost But Seeking. It's beautiful. beautiful. Which one's Which this one? This one. I'm trying to remember. It's like a oh, this angel. Is, uh, this is the angel, right? Which angel is this? I don't know. It's it's gold and she's attacking yeah. with ferocity. Anyway, it's really pretty. It's beautiful. And so you can buy these on ultrapro.com or cardkingdom.com slash MTAcast. They've got, got UltraPro stuff in their store. That's right. So, so it all get just out comes there. together. I'll get out there and support UltraPro. And big thanks to them for sponsoring Magic the Amateur. That's this episode of Magic the Amateuring. Thanks so much for coming along, and big thanks to our sponsors, Card Kingdom, Ultra Pro, and of course, the most important, you, everybody who's a patron on patreon.com slash mtacast. That's right. Don't forget to uh, start teaching a new player to play using that Magic 101 series out every Monday, and also tweet at us with your 
so uh, like adorable and incredible Lovely. pictures of new players with the hashtag new player month. Yes. Uh, we're so excited to give away some of these rookie decks and these sweet play mats to all the people out there who are just figuring out uh, what magic is and where they fit into it. It's such a great journey. If you have a child and you're thinking, what should I name them? Consider naming them Magic the Game or the Game of Magic. Or the Game of Magic. Like we were named. Yes, and, exactly. You know, and then might come out for them. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Heads. Tails. <laughs> Which one will it be? Yeah!